And Captain America throws his mighty shield. All those who choose to oppose his shield must yield. Unless you're a plane, or a bomb, or some ice, then he'll choose to take a nap, cause the ice seems nice. When Captain America throws his mighty shield! Hello everyone, and welcome back to the Multiverse Fancast. As always, I'm Paul, and with me is only Ronnie tonight. Ronnie, how are you tonight? Only? That's all I get is an only? And with me tonight is the original Ronnie. <laughs> Ronnie, how are you tonight? I'm doing well. How are you doing? We're doing... Everybody's doing well. It's just, you know, things are good. Yeah. We got a... It's a Friday night. We got our beers. Yeah. What a time to also be like a giant nerd like us. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Got some big news. Come Came out earlier today. Yes. So, um... On the day of recording, that is. On the day of the recording, 29th the 29th of January. So, full disclosure, the reason Rob is not with us uh, for a third episode is because we changed our schedule this week. Yeah. Last minute, uh, <laughs> we actually switched our recording schedules with Cinematic Adventures, so he was not able to change his schedule. But uh, he will be back in a, a next, probably the next episode that we do. Yeah. Um, he's going to be mad that he missed this one, though. Actually, this is this is like this this episode is gonna be a love fest. We're gonna be real. This oh is, yeah, this is one we're really excited to do. But um, we are gonna start off with a little bit of news. Yes. Um. So the long-awaited Zack Snyder Justice League has finally gotten its actual release date. It is going to be released on March eighteenth, twenty twenty-one, on HBO Max. Yeah. Um, I believe another trailer they said was gonna be dropped on the fourteenth of uh, yeah. February, Valentine's Day. Yep. yep. So when, I, when, I, when, my <laughs> wife, when my wife asked what I got it for Valentine's Day, I'm just going to show her the trailer and be like this. <laughs> I got you this. I told Zack Snyder. <laughs> yeah. Start playing Hallelujah again. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, he loves that song. He does. Yeah. but um, It is a good song. It works. You know, it's funny. I follow a bunch of pages, and they one of them posted the original trailer with uh, Come Together. Yeah. Still, oh, still really, that's, that's a, a solid one. trailer. Yeah. Um, I, I value that's a really the good... thing about the movie. You know, it's funny <laughs> you say that because, you know, we're we're talking about what we want to do for this movie. Yeah. Um, obviously, I think we we did an episode on Justice League. Yes, I believe it was actually with Rob and a video episode. I, I if believe memory so. Serves correct. Um, and we we were ge- we were generous. Yeah, I think that's the best way to describe it. But I think um, when we get closer, maybe because I know for Cinematic Adventures, we're doing Monster Month for March, where we're yeah. talking all the Monster Reverse movies leading up to Godzilla versus Kong. I think maybe because we'll have like two weeks before the, the yeah. actual, we'll uh, we'll maybe do some retro reviews. We never did a Man of Steel uh, episode. Yeah, we'll have to get one of those. Yeah, and then just kind of maybe revisit the original Justice League or, yeah. or something along those lines. But we do know for a fact that on March 20th, we are going to not only watch the movie for the first time, even though it comes out on the 18th, we're all, all going to get together on the 20th. Yep. It's going to be the longest two days of my life. Oh, yeah. I'm going I'm to be interested. No social media. Um, I'll check some of the early reviews, like IGN, because yeah. I can just scroll down to the bottom and see what they give it. Yeah. Because um, I think for Justice League, they gave it like a six-ish. Yeah, but around there. Uh, maybe a five average, yeah. average movie, which is depressing. Yeah. But, um... Should be a ten. Not only are we going to watch the movie together as a group, but we're also going to hopefully record almost immediately after. Yeah, so you'll get immediate reaction. Yes. Uh, you'll us. have, uh, hopefully it'll be, defi- it'll definitely be me and Ronnie from Multiverse Fancast. We might also uh, have Sean from Cinematic Adventures and unofficial, official third <laughs> podcast host, Rob. Yeah. So um, it, it's going to be an event. And, you know, maybe we'll even do the old Facebook Live again, which we've done in the yeah. past. 
um, some video stuff, which we we tried to get going, but just we didn't have the equipment for it yeah. or the patience. Um, <laughs> more the patience. More the patience, <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, so March 20th, that's going to be our, our big, big event. But yeah. uh, today, we're, uh, we're jumping off the DC train because uh, last week we did a character study on the Joker and yep. his portrayal in uh, media and how he's been portrayed in the past. But today, we're going to do another character study on... Arguably the the second lead of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, I would even argue the lead. Uh, he's got the most interesting story. Uh, no, it's it's tough. This is a tough one. So we, probably the I would say, if not the lead, everyone's favorite. Uh, see, I would even argue that because uh, yeah. now everybody's gonna think we're talking about Iron Man. No, no. So, um, <laughs> well, w- when it came down to it, we had we wanted to do a Marvel character, and we wanted yeah. to do one that um, is coming to prevalence a little bit, and is still talked about, and is still in consideration for future projects. Yeah. So tonight we're actually talking about Chris Evans, mostly uh, Captain America. Yes. Now, let's let's go back. So the Marvel Cinematic Universe, in its infancy, mm-hmm. was first it came out with Iron Man. Then the Incredible Hulk, which nobody ever talks about. I wasn't too big of a fan of it. I actually was a big fan yeah. of it. Like, don't get me wrong, I, lo- I love Ruffalo and I love what they've done. I I have some qualms. Yeah. Um, I feel like because the problem with with the Incredible Hulk or the Hulk as a character is his rights are still owned by Universal. I think. Yes. They have a very similar setup to what uh, Spider Man does. Yeah. So they were able to make one solo film, and then they just they couldn't make another one. So the Hulk story kind of takes place throughout the Avengers movies. Yeah. And we're actually going to talk about that, about characters that progress in Avengers more than they do in uh, the other movies, it yeah. seems. Their so, own. Yeah, their own movies. <laughs> but um, yeah, the Hulk, in all honesty, my my biggest qualm is they should have made him the Grey Hulk for Avengers Endgame instead that, of yeah. just the smart Hulk. Yeah. And also, he never got his round two with Thanos. That would have been yeah. epic. Oh, there, there's so much they could have, should have. Done. Yeah, the the Hulk they made into a comedic character, which sometimes works. Like you, yeah. you look at a character like Thor, who's more of a, a little bit more of a comedic character, but in Endgame he has a great story. Yeah. Um. Sometimes they go a little too far with the laughs and the digs at him, but um. As far as like somebody who's dealing with actual post traumatic stress, it's it's yeah. very real. So we have this movie. It was uh, as I was saying, it was Iron Man and the Incredible Hulk. Yep. Iron Man two. Yep. Thor. I'm also going by the Easter eggs yeah. because in Iron Man 2, <laughs> Coulson has to go get the hammer, hammer. at the end. Yep. Um, and then Captain America, the first Avenger. Yes. Before the uh, the Avengers. So that was phase one. Now, I'll argue that I think the Captain America movies are the strongest of the movies, uh, like of each phase. Yes. I, I, I will argue that. Like I, I can understand why some people say Iron Man is, but Iron Man's trilogy for me is weak. Oh, Hundred percent. It starts off 100. awesome, like I, the original it got Iron Man. Worse and worse. Well, here here's the problem with with the Iron Man trilogy. Um, not the character. We love the character. Oh yeah. And, you know, I love you three thousand. You know, yep. his his story throughout the MCU. His story is better supplemented by the Avengers films. Yeah. Um, better than Captain America, I'd say. Captain America's solo films did better for him, yes. just like Thor's solo films did better for him. But then you have a character like Hawkeye or Black Widow, whose stories yep. are really only told in other people's movies. Yeah. Uh, it is a shame that we're they're still fighting actually having Ugh. Black Widow come out in theaters, yeah. which is a shame. 
I, I mean, like, I want them to, but at the same time, I'm like... Just release it already. You got to cut your losses at this yeah. point. But um, they have enough other content for the Marvel Cinematic Universe that we can... And also, it doesn't affect the greater storyline. Yeah, no. But, um, so, Captain America, I for me... This was also a toss-up. I wasn't too familiar with the character. I knew of him. Yeah. Just like Iron Man, um, I knew the Hulk a little bit better, and I knew Thor a little bit better. But Captain America was a little controversial in its casting. Yeah. So here's... It's so funny, because you you get Chris Evans. Chris Evans... The Human Torch. And say what you will about... You know, one day we'll have to do a a retro on the the Fantastic Four and all those movies. Did we... I don't think so. I don't think no, we didn't. We definitely never did an episode on Fan Four Stick. No, we did not. I want to get brought it up numerous times. Only more and more. Because now that that movie's on Disney Plus. Yeah, it is. Under the Marvel Legacy. That's what they call it. I've never watched it and I kinda want to suffer and watch it. Oh my god. You want to do an episode on that? I will watch that with you. I I tried to. I tried to watch it when I saw it on Disney Plus. It was my first time seeing it since I saw it. It is it is horrible. Yeah. Like not even not even like Batman and Robin horrible because yeah. it still it still tries to take itself so seriously, but oh god, it is rough. It is rough to watch. I really hope they do Doctor Doom and the Fantastic Four right. Yeah, but um, so Chris Evans as the Human Torch though was passable. I actually I have very fond memories of the first two oh, Fantastic yeah. Four movies. Um, I recognize their faults. They're not very good, <laughs> and the effects are even worse. The Human Torch yes. looks great. He, oh, he, he looks does. good, and I like the thing as an actual costume. Yeah. And Michael Chiklis really kind of, it was his kind of role. Yeah. No more of him kind of buff, kind of buff, but also out of shape cop <laughs> roles. Yeah. What was it, the, the shield he was on? Yes. Yeah, that, that was Fox's FX lineup, him and Julian McMahon yeah. from Nip Tuck. But um, what did you think when they first announced Chris Evans as Captain America? Surprised, shocked, um, you know, because again, I last time, you know, it was, you know, being Scott Storm, Storm as Human Torch, and it was like he's already in the Marvel universe. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I don't like that when you take someone in the same universe and then you cast them as something else. But obviously, we were all proved wrong with that <laughs> yeah well so you know we had a lot of other people that were in the running john krasinski was in the running i would uh, love to see him i, I want to see I him as mr him. fantastic it's like yeah. the, the cheesiest fan casting it's like the most common him yeah. and um what's his wife's emily blunt emily blunt as yeah uh reed and sue storm or reed richards and sue Reese, storm excuse yeah. me um they, they would be a great cast oh they would um like really really good and i hope i hope they they look into it yeah because Marvel movies aren't what they were, you know, back he, back then. You no. know, this was, uh, you know, he'd already worked with Marvel, Chris Evans, and yeah. you know, he knew like if this if this movie bombed, you know, that was the other thing. He didn't want to sign a long term contract, and yeah. unfortunately, Marvel movies. Um, the guy who plays Quicksilver, uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson, is that his name? Uh, yes. Yeah. Who I really like, you know, Kickass. Yeah. We'll do an ep- we got to do an episode on those. Oh yeah, we do. Then we got to take away our family friendly one for that one. We can't. You can't do a family friendly. <laughs> no, <episode>. you can't. <laughs> but um, he uh, he did originally turned down Quicksilver because he was afraid of long term contract. Yeah, they ended up killing him. But <laughs> wasn't that long term? Yeah, we're gonna talk about uh, Avengers: Age of Ultron though today because yeah. that is that's almost like the black sheep. That and Iron Man two were considered the some of the weaker. Yeah, which is strange because I, I I I get why Iron Man two is it's a little stuffed, stuffed. and it feels yeah. like two separate movies. 
But uh, Avengers Age of Ultron, I really enjoyed. Yeah. Uh, I, I, can, was, I see the criticism, like too much it, quipping yeah. and the Hawkeye it, stuff. It's one of the... It's either one or it is the weakest Avenger movie. Uh, absolutely. Well, how many? We only have four Avengers well, movies. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of bar set high. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so Chris Evans gets the role. Uh, now they announced it, and I was one of. I was. This was back when when they did a casting. I was like, no, he Captain America has blonde hair. And yeah. Did. I'm gonna tell you what what what. There's this movie called The Losers. With Chris Evans yes. and uh, oh. and uh, Zoe Saldana yeah. and uh, oh, Jeffrey D. Morgan, and it was basically the A team. Like, yeah. and unfortunately, it was like one of those deep impact Armageddon situations yep. where they both came out at the same time and they're the same movie. Yes, but I really enjoyed it, and Chris Evans does a great job balancing his comedic effect with the physicality. He's a yeah. soldier in it. Yep. So I remember watching it in the theater, and going, "Okay, I can, I can kind of, I can kind of get behind this." Yeah. Now. Captain America the First Avenger comes out 2011 it is basically the the film right before Avengers it is it is teeing it up yes blown away I loved the first Avenger it it had everything that I wanted about yeah. a Captain America movie so we're not going to do the full plot synopsis we'll, we'll go no. through it a little bit because we also we're going to talk about the three main Captain America movies yep and then we're going to talk about the Avengers and we're going to talk about kind of the future of Captain America. And, yeah. You know, we got Captain America. Or, Technically, uh, there's only two Captain America movies, but... It's Captain America Civil War is a Captain America movie. <laughs> it's, it's in the title. So, yeah. let's uh, let's talk about the main Captain America cast. Um, yes. So, you got Chris Evans, which we said. Yep. He is... He looks great in this movie. Oh, God, yeah. Like, Chris Evans was in good shape beforehand. Like, you yeah. know, he had a couple of scenes in uh, Fantastic Four when he, you know, like his clothes burned off and he's yeah. running around with no shirt on. In good shape, you know? He got swole for this oh, movie. Oh, yeah. And he's so earnest. Yeah. And I, I think that's a big appeal of the character. Um, what, what do you think uh, is his biggest appeal? Like, what 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 about Chris Evans' Captain America that you just, you always think about first? I, I feel like innocence mm. you know he, he's got that innocence to him um that you definitely see before he's captain america when he's steve rogers he's got that innocence to him and then even when he turns into captain america he still has his innocence you know he doesn't like the swearing and all that kind of stuff um and and he's very relatable yeah he's got this you know the serum to make him super strong and he grows you know, five inches too or whatever, but, <laughs> but like, but like you could still relate to him. Yeah. Um, he's, he's, he's almost, he's the perfect per like the perfect human, but also like, it's what, uh, Dr. Erskine says. He's like a good man. Like yeah. he is, he's just a good, he's a guy just trying his best. And it, it breaks my heart being such a Superman fan where people are like, well, you can't make Superman into like a character. I hate to say it, but if they had done Superman a little bit more like they did Captain America, yeah. and it's funny because in Batman for Superman, one of the best scenes, which arguably should have been its opening credits, um, is the montage of Superman saving people. Yes, and all the newscasters are are putting out their different opinions, and one of them says, "What if he's not a god or a Jesus type figure? He's just a guy who's trying to do the right thing." Yeah, and it brings like that that statement brings a lot of gravitas because before this we had. Tony Stark. Tony Stark was the billionaire genius philanthropist. He was Batman. He, eh, 
with more of an ego and he drank more. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he was he was doing the superhero thing just to clean up his own mess. Yeah. Because of a sudden realization where he's, weapons kill? What? What? <laughs> but he was also... You at mean the robots the- can create and have uh, a mind of their own? Yeah, no, right. <laughs> but Tony Stark was a product of his own hubris. Like, he... He built these weapons, and he, he was a patriot. He, he was selling just to America, and he wanted, yep. you know, American, you know, we're the best, the best. Then when he found out his weapons were being dealt under the table, he's like, well, I got to clean up this mess. Yeah. Um, and then he, he progresses and progresses and grows and grows. Steve Rogers grows, but at the same time, his character is still, you know, super relatable and super strong. Yeah. But then you get, like, a character like the Incredible Hulk. His power is a burden. He doesn't want it yeah. in the first movie and the first half of Avengers. Yeah. Then that's then that's kind of done. <laughs> and then you get Thor who, you know, this is this is what he does. He battles. Yeah. He's, he's proud. He's a, he's a Viking warrior, yeah. you know? So you you have Captain America despite being the perfect human is also the every man in this situation. Yeah. You know, like in Avengers when Thor and uh Iron Man start fighting. Yeah. And Black Widow's <laughs> like, you probably should stay out of this cap. You know, these are the guys. These are the guys from Legends, or something like that. Yeah. He goes, and there's only one god, and I'm pretty sure he doesn't look like that. And he just dives out. Yeah. Yep. But uh, let's talk about. We'll do a little bit of the plot. So yeah. in 1943, Steve Rogers is a skinny, asthmatic <laughs> with every debilitating yeah. thing. Now we're talking. By the way, we're we're talking MCU Captain America. Yes. We are not going to address some of the cartoons or. The, the god awful <laughs> 1990s movie where he has fake rubber ears on the yep. mask and he carjacks somebody and yeah we're we're not going we'll make fun of it now but um, yeah we're not going to be jumping in on no. that so he's desperate to serve his country he wants to do his part you know it's world war 2 uh it's a, you know he's trying and his yeah. best friend Steve uh not Steve James Buchanan Barnes Bucky yep. Barnes why did you say that name? <laughs> um, I can't. But uh, is is shipping off. He's been yes. accepted. So Steve has now tried like five different enlistments, and he gets the attention of a German scientist named Abraham Erskine, played by Stanley Tucci. Stanley Tucci is one of those actors who I love him in everything. Yeah. Uh, even when the movie's really bad, like Transformers, he's still like I loved him. Yep. He overhears Steve and Bucky talking, and you know Steve saying, you know. I I have every right. I want to like I want to do this. I want to you know I want to make a difference. Yeah. And when he asked him, he's like, "Well, what, do you want to go kill some Nazis?" He's like, "I don't want to kill anyone. I just don't like bullies." Yeah. So he gets recruited into um, what was it the st- the, st- the Strategic Scientific Reserve? So basically, yeah. the precursor to Shield. Yep. Um, it's under Erskine, uh, Colonel Chester Phillips, played by Tommy, Tommy Lee, Lee Jones. Oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a shame when he goes, man. Oh. oh god, I love Tommy Lee Jones. And uh British agent Peggy Carter, who also has become like an icon in yeah. in Marvel. You know, she had her show, Agent Carter, which I watched the first season. I don't think I watched anymore. Yeah. I am very excited to see her in the Marvel What If where she's actually Captain America. That's really cool. Yeah. Or Captain Britain, I guess. Yeah. But she's um British, right? And you get the first real scene that shows what kind of person Steve is when he jumps on the grenade. Yes. Great scene. Oh, yeah. Great, great scene. Um, like, in all honesty, that grenade would have gone through him and hit everybody else anyway, but like... Yeah. And then, you know, with the flag where he drops down the flag and, yeah. you know, he's the only one that figures out that you could just get the flag by yep. dropping down the pole. But he's just a... And he's still like, thank you, sir. Yeah. Appreciate <laughs> you. 
Um, so after he proves his mettle in that regards, he gets uh, selected for this program. Yes. Now, originally Tommy Lee Jones is like, no, I want this guy. He's you know he's big, he's tough, he's dumb. You know all <laughs> all the things we want in a soldier. Yeah. Which is, it's just such a great commentary on American, oh, yeah. on American military, but uh, which we do fully support, by the way. Yes, we do. <laughs> but um, there's a great scene where he's having a drink with Erskine beforehand, who also reveals that the first time he tried to do this was on the Red Skull. Yes. Johann Schmidt, who we did see <laughs> earlier in the movie yep. uh, getting the Tesseract, which is kind of the MacGuffin of this film. Yes. As all the Infinity Stones were. All just big MacGuffins. Now, what? No. Yeah. So that's why the Red Skull has the Red Skull. <laughs> so they're able to get the super soldier formula. Where it's a great scene. Like they give him the shot and he's yeah. like, oh, that wasn't too bad. That's what's oh. penicillin. <laughs> we also get uh, reintroduced to Howard Stark, Tony's, yes. Tony's dad, who is, you know, kind of the technological aspect of this. And they create the super soldier. And it's such a great scene and he has such great music yeah. and oh, it just, it hits me all the right ways. Yeah. You know what I'm confused about? I don't know. Is what? why are they only doing one at a time? Uh, probably it's like clinical trials. You got to start with one or they maybe just yeah. didn't have enough. They could have only had enough super soldier formula, but, um, yeah, you know, he comes out of the, the tanning salon bed and he's just, <laughs> yeah, right. he's just swole and manscaped. And yeah, well, that's what he said. <laughs> How do you feel? Taller. Taller. <laughs> Apparently, when Peggy Carter goes like touch him, that was like just uh, Haley Atwell was just like, uh. <laughs> but can I touch? I touch. <laughs> I touch now. So we also get our first action kind of Captain America actions at pieces to chase through New York. Yes, I love vintage stuff like this. I really enjoy seeing like the old timey. Yeah. What, one of my favorite bits, though, is when he th- the bad guy throws the kid in the water, and he's like, no! And the kid's like, I can swim. swim. Go get him. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, all right. Bye. All right, all right. <laughs> um, yeah, that's just, that's just a fun little thing. And they decide that they're going to use Captain America as a propaganda machine. He's in the, the USO show yep. to sell war bonds. Yes. In all honesty, that's what they would do. Oh, yeah. Because they can't figure... Because the formula's destroyed. Erskine's shot. Like... They're, they're not able to do anything with him. Yeah. So, and they don't want to lose him because he's the only one. Yeah. What did you think about the cat? Because we got a couple of montages in this. The Captain oh, America yeah. USO montage. You know, it, it, it helped provide some comedic relief. It was really funny to see. And like you said, it's very realistic. If this was to happen, like back then, if it was to actually happen, you know that's what they do. I mean, they had ads like that running anyway. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, back then and, and before the everything. Movies, like yeah, the news. Exactly. So I, I it was a little a, nod, a nice nod. Yeah, I always think of Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah. Nobody <laughs> takes a like a goof like Goofy, <laughs> but um, so he actually does make it onto, um, an active war zone. So yes. the USO show goes to uh, Germany, I think it was. Yes. And he's booed off stage. Yep. Because like he's also like starring in movies and things like that. And he's like happy about it too. Like you see him in the theater and he's like smiling because you yeah. know all the, every all the kids are excited to see him. Like he he knocks out Hitler in a great um, yes. homage to his uh first comic book cover. But um he finds out that uh Bucky and the rest of the entire platoon that they were in have been captured. Yes. Now I always forget that he got, that Bucky got experimented on first. 
Because like when when Cap yeah. finds him, because Cap and Peggy Carter go AWOL to go rescue them. Yep. With Howard Stark. Yes. Do you, do you guys fondue? <laughs> so innocent, Steve. Ah. Uh. I remember watching that and I was like, wait, he doesn't know what fondue is? Yeah, right. And then I was like, did they have fondue in 1943? Was that a common thing? Hmm. Ah. And all right. It's French. I feel like back then it was just the cheese. Nowadays you have cheese or chocolate. I would just do, see. I just want chocolate. Like yeah, yeah. Me too. Yeah. I don't get the point of the cheese one. No. You want to go get fondue after? <laughs> and not like Steve thought. Oh, I fondue. <laughs> I fondue. <laughs> well done. Well played. Nice play, Shakespeare. But um, so Captain America manages to rescue all of them. I like his little prototype costume too, because they give him like the comic accurate costume. It's all yeah. like puffy and stuff and silly looking. Yeah, they but, give him the Captain yeah, Puerto Rico. The Captain. No, that's Avengers you're thinking of. <laughs> but um, so he manages to save the entire platoon, and that's enough to get him put on active duty. Yeah. Um, they give him the new costume with the shield. It's just the scene of him busting in with the Howling Commandos. Yeah. Because um, he also manages to recruit Bucky, Dum Dum Dugan, Gabe Jones, Jim Morita, who uh, re- the actor reappears in Spider Man Homecoming. Yeah. As the principal, James Montgomery Falsworth, and Jacques Dunaire. The uh, Howling Commandos, as they're yeah. called in the comics. And they go through the second montage of the movie, which is them destroying Hydra bases one after another. Yes. We've also now seen the Red Skull and all of his Red Skull glory. Yeah. It's a shame that Hugo Weaving never... He hated it. He hated yeah. doing it. Which happens. You know, you get comic oh, book yeah. actors who never want to come back. But um, it's just such a great... And then, you know, you get their, their confrontation after Bucky dies. Very emotional yeah. moment when Bucky dies. Even though, like me, the comic book fan sitting there going, mm, "Indeed, is, yes. J- is Jason Todd also dead? He mm. is dead. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm, indeed. <laughs> oh no, his arm looks hurt. I hope nothing oh, happens to it. Tis a shame. Mm. Oh, look at him holding Captain America's shield. I wonder if that's anything. Mm. <laughs> no, it's not. Nope. You never see him again. No. Bucky? Why did you say <laughs> that name? <laughs> so. After Bucky dies, great moment, too, where Captain America is trying to get drunk in a bar. Oh, and, God, yeah. And he can't. He physically yeah. can't. It's one of the downfalls to his uh, his powers is that his cells constantly regenerate, so they kind of push the alcohol. I wonder out. who would win in a drinking contest. In a drinking contest between him and the Flash. Ooh. It's gone forever. They can't get drunk. Right. At least Thor can get drunk. Yeah. Yeah. But they do have the scene in Avengers: Age of Ultron where Thor po- pours the uh, like the super mead into his glass and it almost kills Stanley. Oh, I didn't think about it before. It did kill him. No, <laughs> Excelsior. <laughs> That's one of my favorite cameos. By oh him. yeah. But um, Steve tries some. He doesn't. See, but he you also see Steve uh, drinking too. Like he'll have a, he'll, he has beers in Avengers: yeah. Age of Ultron. But um, so they managed to find the Red Skull's last base, infiltrate it. And in the process, not only do they have their 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 little throwdowns, which are fun, yeah, but um, Steve has to crash the plane in the Arctic to stop the bombs from going off. Yeah, just just jump out of the plane, Steve. No, because then there would, the movie would continue. Well, I think in, in all honesty, <laughs> all they had to say was it has autopilot until, like, if you let go of the manual controls, it just resumes course. Yeah, that's all you had to say. But uh, still really rough, like the whole talking to Peggy Carter is like he's about to die. Yeah. But then he's found, because um, you see in the beginning of the film they find him. Apparently yep. there's a, there, I've seen it too, there's a deleted scene from The Incredible uh, the Incredible Hulk 
where they mention it in Avengers where Bruce Banner goes to the Arctic to kill himself. Yeah. And the Hulk comes out and stops him. In the deleted scene, the Hulk smashes the ice in Captain America's body scene, getting mm-hmm. uh, dislodged. And that's that was supposed to be how they found it, but they, they thought the scene was too dark. Also, Incredible Hulk went through a sh- sh- lot of... <laughs> that was a close one. A sh- I had bang three, much. I had three <laughs> sips of beer. A lot of rewrites. Like yeah. you watch the trail. The trailer for the Incredible Hulk is totally different than the movie. Oh yeah. Very uh, Justice League in that regard. One one day we'll have to go back and look at those. Movies. Yes, definitely. Or look at the. We'll do a character study on the Hulk at some point. But uh, Steve wakes up seventy years later in modern day New York. Great scene. And, yeah. And then Nick Fury is like, "Hey." Um, in quote unquote New York. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> uh, you've been sleeping. Yeah, but uh, and that is Captain America: The First Avenger. Uh, any initial thoughts or anything you want to say about it? It, uh, I definitely say this is the, to me, the strongest first like introduction origin. Even better than Iron Man. I think so. Wow. I I I, I think so. But I wouldn't like argue with someone Who like like Iron Man. Was yeah, it? like like the, I could see people saying one A one B. See, it's funny. maybe this is a one or two, you know. But for you, me, it's one. You look at um, you look at the trilogies that a lot of these characters have gotten, right? So you look at because typically when people think of like the the continuing stories in the MCU, it's it's Iron Man's three movies, Captain America's three movies, and then well, Thor's gonna get a fourth movie, but yeah. his three movies. Iron Man, he changes the most. In the Avengers movies. Yes. Because once Iron Man 3... I mean, to the point where Iron Man 3 ends and he's Iron Man again. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm going to blow up all my suits. Yeah. Except for one. <laughs> but, um... And then Thor... Thor's gotten better. Yeah. Like, as a character. Like, Thor's one of the, one of the rare examples of... They changed his character completely yeah. and made him better. Honestly, depending on how this fourth one is, I would argue that the Thor movies are better than the Iron Man movies. The only problem is Thor the Dark World is so bad. Yeah. Well, that's bad. what I'm saying. Yeah. If this fourth one is really good, it, it's, it, it's then, then, I, would, then yeah. I would say it's better than... Right now, no. Mm-hmm. But it would. But um, I think Captain America's had the most consistent um, character. Like, Iron, uh, Tony Stark changes throughout... He grows throughout these. Captain America becomes a little bit more open during these. Yeah. But he's still the he's still very much the same character. Yes. Um, and then Thor, you you get he's a totally different character by the time Ragnar, Ragnarok rolls around. Yes. Um, but in yep. a great way. Oh in yeah. A really good way. Like all these characters go through such a natural growth, and it's all different. It's not the same. Um, it is a shame. Like I said, it's a shame that some of these other characters we don't get to see. You know. Yeah. For the for Bruce Banner and the Hulk, you know, in the comics, they never wanted to be together they always like it's always been a, a common theme yeah. of, of bruce banner trying to get rid of the hulk the, uh, that's the detriment of not having his own they, movies they need to do a planet hulk we we got the we got the closest we could yeah um but when they announced that in thor ragnarok it was really cool and it was really oh, fun yeah. but um they also play around with his intelligence too much like yeah. in in the incredible hulk he just starts talking like towards the end he says hulk smash and then he says yeah. betty again another character we haven't seen oh no we've seen her dad yeah, yeah, but um, and then in Avengers he does the puny god line. Mm-hmm. Were you with us when we saw it in theaters for the first time? I I believe so. I know I saw I, it in theaters. I remember people were cheering so loud that nobody heard oh, what that's right. he yes. said. Yeah, and we were all like, ah, 
<laughs> yep. But um, then he doesn't say a single word in uh, Age of Ultron. Nope. But then... He really wasn't in Age of Ultron. I Hulk? feel like... Yeah, he was. Uh, I mean, he was, I mean, the, I, the big set piece is him versus Iron Man. Yeah. Which was fantastic. But um, they originally were going to do the Grey Hulk for that, but they didn't know how to explain it so people would understand. Yeah. Um, so, they, they could have. They Why? Because we're not smart? They could have expositioned it. <laughs> but, um, and then... In Ragnarok, he's like barely, he's like like a two-year-old almost. But then, yeah. then they do the flashbacks and endgames, and he's like, hate the stairs, take the stairs. Yeah. So many stairs! <laughs> but, um, and then you get like Black Widow, and, and and I hate to say it, Hawkeye, I really hope that this sh- the, the new show does a little justice yeah. to him. Because well, he's the weakest Avenger. Get out of here, he's not the weakest Avenger. Who is? Bruce Banner. <laughs> <laughs> I love the scene when he's arguing with Bruce. On, on yeah. I have I have nine PhDs. D- uh, throw your PhDs at him. <laughs> yep. Oh god, that, Thor Ragnarok. We I, we got to go back and watch and, and, oh. and do an episode for it. Yeah. Because that that one deserves its own episode. It does. But um, speaking of, well, first Star City ratings for Captain America, first adventure. Three and a half, four? I'm, I'm going to say three and a half. Maybe. I'm not sure. Well, here's how I'm looking at it in the context of the other ones. Yeah, that that's why I'm like... Uh, I, I I can make a point for a four, but it's it's somewhere in the... Yeah, yeah. I mean, because I know what I'm going to score the other two. I'm, I am and, struggling internally with the other two. Oh, I know for sure what I'm doing. Well, we're going to have a, a serious discussion about it. Yes. Because arguably, this is considered... The best solo film, and one of the best of the entire series. We're talking about yes. 2014's Captain America: The Winter Soldier, and this is when the Russo brothers uh, kind of made their debut and yep. really show what they were able to do. Um, wow, this movie! I, I just got chills. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, it's strange how it's titled The Winter Soldier, even though he's barely in it. Yeah. But this this is arguably. It's tough between this and, and Civil War because Civil War is Civil War is my favorite. Yeah, this is the better movie though. Yes, yeah, like that. That is that's and that's why when I get to my ratings, I'm gonna have to explain it a little. Yeah, but this movie did everything perfectly. Oh, hands down. Um, as much as I like Thor Ragnarok, and and a one day we'll have to do like a full debate between this movie and Thor Ragnarok, hmm. or like a full countdown. Yeah. Of uh, the first of the Infinity Saga. That would yep. be like a three hour episode. Yeah. Especially well. if Rob's here. Oh, God. But <laughs> this, this movie, this was the first example of a Marvel movie that was different than the rest of the Marvel movies. And yes. it did it perfectly. Um, we had already had, this is also the first sequel that does it well. Iron Man 2 was okay. Thor yep. The Dark World is exceptionally forgettable. Yeah. To the point where they had to remind us about it in Endgame. <laughs> but, oh, God. This, this, this is, when I think. Captain America movies, unfortunately, it's it like or not unfortunately, but it's this one. This yeah. is the one that if you have to watch a Marvel movie, this is the one you watch. Oh, hands down. Uh, the opening scene alone with the with on your left. Yes, on your, on left, your left is the best. And then when they do it again in Endgame, it's yeah. even better. Oh, but that, um, that gets you. You get so. Let's talk about the new characters before we do a little bit of the plot. Okay. So, Chris Evans is coming back as Captain America in this, yep. and he's been working for Shield after um after the Avengers. So. Yep. Which we, we saw kind of the openings. That's kind of where he was going to be. And it makes sense. Um, his fighting style is different. 
Yeah. He the stealth suit. I love the stealth suit. Oh, it is it's so cool. Woo-hoo. One of the yeah. best suits they've made. So I, I have an actual cosplay Captain America suit, and my biggest struggle was if I wanted the Endgame one or if I wanted this one. Because Let's talk about his suits really quick. He's gone through a lot of different suits. Um, I think Thor's the one that's been the most consistent with his outfits, and then yeah, Tony has had a lot of suits, but he's only worn... Like, in yeah. Iron Man 3 is where he wears the most. Yeah. But um, And then Spider-Man has had three suits. Yeah. Uh, Black Widow's kind of had the same outfit. Hawkeye's had two, uh, or three, different in Age of Ultron. Yeah. But um, Captain America's had probably the best costumes, I think. Other than Captain Puerto Rico, yeah. All right, the, Aven- <laughs> the Avengers one is the worst one. Yeah, it which is. Which sucks. Like, oh. it, it looks fine. It's the helmet that that's yeah. just rough. Yep. Um, yeah, so, to the point where in Endgame, when he fights himself, it was supposed to be both of them unma- with no helmets. Cause yeah. Captain America lost that helmet. Yeah, like the, a Chitari pulled it off, and he, you know, after he did the the cannonball the, type yeah. thing, <laughs> whatever that thing is. Yeah, when uh, threw the grenade and he jumped behind his shield. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's still one of the funniest scenes. But um, audiences were couldn't keep track of who was who. Yeah. So they they CG'd his helmet back on his head, and that's why it looks a little funny, but better. Yeah. Strangely <laughs> enough. But yeah, this this suit, and then I would argue the the Age of Ultron suit is okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a little bit it's a nice blend because once they stopped doing the cow and did uh, an actual like a motorcycle helmet again yeah. it looked much better yes I would say Civil War though besides this one Civil yes. War is, is the suit I like the Endgame suit but yeah Civil War looks great so he's trying to adjust to this modern I love his list apparently in every in every country the list is different yeah so like this one Star Wars Star Trek question yep. mark like what's the difference <laughs> It was. It's just really cool. Um, you had Scarlett Johansson coming back as Black Widow. She's kind of his his partner, his yeah. you know teammate. Uh, Sebastian Stan coming back as Bucky Barnes and slash the Winter Soldier. Love the metal arm. Yes, they had some great oh. moments with the with whenever he used it. Yeah, the fight scenes are fantastic. Yeah. Like that, they're the thing about like because Captain America's powers are kind of open to definition. Yeah, like what he can actually do. But when him and Bucky fight, like you and I know how to fight. Yeah. You and I, you and I can fight. Like I, I, I pride myself yes. being able to hold my own and to scrap pretty hard. But I knew that, like even just blocking one of those, I'd break both forearms. Oh, hands down. Like just the the power. Like when yeah. he catches the van with the knife. Yeah. And then tr- like scrapes, scrapes it through. It. That's not easy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can barely yeah. shovel the snow <laughs> off my truck at this point. But um. I really liked the Winter Soldier. Like I knew who he was, and yeah. you know, it, it's Sebastian Stan in a wig. Yeah, like, I I knew, who, and I I was familiar enough to know who uh, Bucky Barnes was. Yeah, and that. but uh, really good, and just the the knife stuff, especially uh, Sebastian Stan practiced with a plastic knife like daily to yeah. do this. Like you got the cool little flips and like the drops and the catches, yeah. really cool stuff. Uh, now Anthony Mackie is Sam Wilson slash the Falcon. One of the strongest additions to a cast. Oh yeah. Yeah, and just he's him and Cap have such a great rapport and dynamic, and it builds throughout this movie, and it always feels natural. Yeah. Um. Now here you come to the big question: Are you okay with Sam being picked by Steve to be the next Captain America? Uh, yes, I am. Explain yourself. Um, 
Bucky is still technically having his... He's still brainwashed. No, they, they said that they Isn't erased he? all of that. Yeah. That's what they say. Wakanda. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I, don't, I feel like Sam almost needs it while Bucky doesn't need the shield and the title because, you know, like... I think Sam it, is... It, it, he's, it, Captain America says it. It's the same thing Erskine said to him. He says, you're a good man. Yeah. Bucky's damaged, and, like, I hate to say it, he also doesn't want to fight anymore. Like, he, they say it. Like yeah. The, you know, the White Wolf has slept long enough. Like, he yeah. wanted to get away from war. I think having Anthony Mackie or uh, Sam Wilson, it's a good choice. Yeah. I mean, I don't need to see Bucky Barnes as, as Captain America. I'm really no. excited for their show, though. They, the two of them, yes. in Civil War, especially the two of them. Can you move your seat up? <laughs> no. Still still so good. Oh, yeah. Let's see. Some other recurring or uh, returning characters. We have uh, Kobe Smolders comes back as Maria Hill. Yeah. I wanted to see more of her. I like. Yeah. I really enjoy And she's also, you know, not too bad to look at. <laughs> uh, Frank Grillo as Rumlow, also known as Crossbones. Oh, man. I was so mad when they killed him in Civil War. I really yeah. liked him. And he, he's so passionate. Like, he talked to him. You know, he, he always talks about how much he... And when they brought him back for Endgame, was really cool. Yes. Um, and, of course, you cannot not talk about the elevator fight scene. Oh, my. That's probably one of the best fight scenes in any of these MCU movies. Oh, it, like, the, the tightness and the, the choreography yeah. and just... You know, before we get started, does anybody want to get out? Yeah. And then they make fun of it in Endgame with the Hail Hydra thing. Yeah. Oh, so good. Uh, Emily Van Camp as Sharon Carter. We find out uh, she's the niece. Yeah. Uh, working undercover. Oh, man. Still weird. Yeah. Still a little weird. It was weird in the comics. Yeah. Um, it's even weirder considering Steve goes back in time. Oh, my, my sister just had a baby. Oh. Okay. She's never going to meet me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Haley Atwell comes back as Peggy Carter in probably one of the most heartbreaking scenes ever. Yeah. Um, apparently, they wanted to do all that stuff with Peggy Carter in Avengers, but they just ran out of time. Yep. But, um, oh, God. It was, oh. Yeah. When the Alzheimer's and just when she, you know, she re-realizes that Steve's back. Oh, God. It is. Oh. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. That was sad. I, w- I was very sad with yeah. that one. Uh, we had Robert Redford as Alexander Pierce. Uh, senior official with Shields, kind of uh, Nick Fury's boss, who we find out is actually Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra. <laughs> and uh, Samuel Jackson coming back is Nick Fury, who feel who realizes that there's something going on with Shields, and yep. he's trying to get to the, uh, the bottom, bottom of, of it. it. So the movie starts off with them after we get introduced to Sam Wilson. They're taking a boat back from a pirate attack. Yeah. Apparently, a uh, Balrock, the uh, called the Leaper in the comics. <laughs> Um, that's his power. He jumps. He's wow. going to be, uh, I want to say, in Falcon and Winter Soldier. He's coming oh, back yeah? for, for one of the TV shows. I know uh, Baron Zemo's coming back yeah. for Falcon and Winter Soldier. I know and Balrock, or Batrock, excuse me, uh, is coming back also. Hmm. So um, after they, they save the hostages with the strike team, they find out, uh, they gather information that says that Nick Fury was the one who actually... Yeah. So... Afterwards, uh, Fury gets ambushed by the Winter Soldier and a bunch of guards. Great scene. Car chase scenes are hit or miss with me. Sometimes I hate them. Yeah. Like sometimes I find them boring and tedious. Other times they're really very unrealistic. Yeah. I mean, granted, we're talking about superheroes, but I've I've driven in Washington D.C. Yeah. Even with machine guns and propulsion, it's still hard. (laughs) But um, 
it is a great moment with the, the magnet gun, the one that shoots yeah. underneath the car and then launches up. Launch, really, yep. really cool. But uh, Nick Fury is seemingly killed by a sniper, which we find out is Bucky. Great chase scene. Yeah. The thing I loved about it is Steve's like blasting through doors because he is very strong. Like yeah. He's much stronger than a normal person. Strong enough to go toe-to-toe with Spider-Man. Um, yeah. Who can like, we've seen is very, stop a bus with his bare hands. Yeah. But, um, and a train. He, no, that's a different one. Huh. <laughs> that's Tobey Maguire pooping. <laughs> but, um, when he's going through the doors and he like hits the walls and he like leaves the dents in the yeah. walls, I'm like, that, that just shows he's, he's got, he's a powerhouse. He's a little strong. A little strong. But, um, so basically him and Romanoff have to figure out why Nick Fury was basically ordering an attack on S.H.I.E.L.D. itself. Yeah. You also find out that Fury had commissioned three helicarriers to basically Patriot Act the world. Oh, that was a little too, a little too <laughs> real. But, um, getting there. What? Yeah, we're not going to go too much into this because we're already <laughs> talking so much about it. But yeah. basically, the three of them team up. Fury's still alive and still one of the best scenes is the highway fight scene Yeah, from the start to, to the end. Uh, Valken gets his, his first costume. Yeah. I liked his wings. His I really jet pack with the wings. I feel like his wings have also evolved throughout these. Yeah. Like he's using them in cool and different ways. Like, yep. you know, he uses them as a shield. He uses them as like a stabbing so, weapon. Then he gets a little like drone on it too. His name's Red Wing. Yeah. Yeah. Because in the comics, he actually had a pet falcon. Because yeah. he, he had the power to communicate with birds. Yeah. He was the, the Aquaman of the skies. <laughs> yeah, right? Mm. And that would be cool to see, though. An actual falcon? An, uh, yeah. I like his new costume in this one. A little yes. bit more like the white and red. And there have been leaks of his Captain America costume. I, I'm, I'm down. I can, yeah. I can get behind it. It's weird seeing Captain America with wings, though. Yeah. Yeah. Captain Falcon. Falcon America. Or... American Eagle. Yeah, no, we should we should find. Isn't that a store? Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so they managed to not only take down the helicarriers, expose Hydra's been growing inside a shield, yep. and also start to get Bucky back on track. And just it's so good. It's real. It's just such a great movie. It's a spy thriller. It's yep. an action movie. It exemplifies everything great about Steve Rogers, but also showing him grow. Like yeah, I I. My Star City rating, I'm going to be honest, it's a five. Yeah. This is a perfect movie. So I know we've done this. We, we've actually reviewed and did a episode on The Winter Soldier. Did we? Yes, we did. I don't remember. I, I, I remember we, we did it. Um, and and I, I'd, I feel ridiculous if I don't give it the same score that I did. I don't remember what I gave the first time. I don't so. either. Yeah. Um, but... Like, I want to give this a five, but to me, there's no such thing as perfect. You know what I mean? Other than me. Um, I knew you you knew that I was going to say that's why I said it. Because you're a five. Yep. I am five. Out of 30. I am five. I am legends. (laughs) Um, I want to give it a five, but I just feel like I can't. So in that case, I'm going to give it a (laughs) 4.9. I hate you so much. Because <laughs> I feel like that there's no such thing as perfect. Like, okay, like, like I can't think of what to improve on it. But but like there's well, got to be. What's wrong improved. with it? I don't know. That's the problem. But like there's got to be something they could have done just a little bit better. Okay. I feel like I can't give it a five, but 
Okay. So on the record, 4.9. In my heart, 5. Okay. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about the last of the Captain America trilogy. The um, worst one. I'm joking. <laughs> 2016's Captain America. Avengers Civil War. Pretty much. Civil War. <laughs> or Avengers 2.5. Yeah. They should have just called it Civil War. But you know what? This is also one of the most important movies in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, hands it's down. Because of this movie that Thanos was able to win. Yes. Yeah. Like they, they say it. Like the Avengers, because the Avengers disband in this movie, that's why Thanos is able yes. to actually make the snap eventually. Yeah. So this movie starts off with, uh, at the end of Age of Ultron, we got our new team of Avengers, which is Captain America, Black Widow, War Machine, Vision, Scarlet Witch, and Falcon. Iron Man. No, Iron Man's retired. He retired. Oh, he, yes, he, true. Yeah. So that those are the new Avengers. Originally, they were supposed to have Captain Marvel and Spider-Man show up, but they, yeah. couldn't, they couldn't figure that out. Apparently, there's a deleted scene, though, with uh, a blonde woman. I forget her name. Like a stunt double. Who did oh, really? That. Yeah. So this movie is, again, a spy thriller. You got Baron yep. Zemo. You got uh, Mission Report, 1991. <laughs> But um, let's talk about the character. We'll talk about the new characters because the rest are kind of still where they are. Yeah. Um, really, the biggest one, or the biggest ones first, uh, Chadwick Boseman makes his first appearance as uh, Black Panther. Legendary. Just oh. so good. Yeah. Um, I, I love, A, the suit looks great. Yep. Um, I'll even argue that I like this suit better than the one he gets in Black Panther. Um, I like the purple, okay. I like the purple runes and the effect. Yeah. I think the mask is better in this. Yes. Yeah. It, yes. it just it looks a little I bit agree. better for yep. me. But um, you get T'Challa, and he's a, he's base he's very similar to Captain America. Yep. Um, not only in just like their physical abilities, but also because one of the best scenes in uh, Infinity Wars is when they everybody's running and then suddenly they're yeah. gone. They're like <laughs> all the way at the front. Wait, where'd they go? Where'd they go. <laughs> Your Highness. <laughs> but um, he's very much same vein as Captain America, which makes him a great. An- a great antithesis to him. Yeah. You know, it's basically what would happen if Captain America had to fight himself, but, you know, it's Black Panther. Yeah. Not not to take anything away from T'Challa as a character because he's definitely his own character, but he has a lot of similarities. He's, he's noble, he's just, but at the end, he's also focused on revenge for this movie. Yeah. Um, after his father passes away, he uh, he really takes up the mantle and, and does what he can to bring... He wants to kill Bucky. Like, yeah. He tries. He like gets yeah. close with the claws. Claws were awesome in this. Oh, yeah. Oh, so cool. And the yep. suit, again, the suit looks awesome. And there's some great scenes of him uh, fighting just, you know, without yeah. it. Really cool stuff. Um, let's see. Now, also, one of my, probably one of the best besides Black Panther is Tom Holland's Peter Parker slash Spider-Man. Oh, uh, see, I thought you were going to go with Ant-Man. Well, we're talking about uh, <laughs> new characters. Yeah. Yeah. Uh <laughs> What what can we 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 did a whole series on on Spider Man and him yeah. in the films and how much we love Tom Holland and um it's it's hard looking at this Spider Man though now because the suit is all CGI yeah so like this, especially the scene where it's like up yeah it, it you can tell it's not really there but um nails it like if you want to oh, hear yeah. more about what we think about Tom Holland please like go back and listen to our MCU review of uh, the MCU Spider Man films yes because we 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 sing his praises he's very oh cool. yeah um. And David Brule as Helmet Zemo. Yep. I I thoroughly enjoyed him. Because he figured out how to defeat the Avengers without... Because he, he knows you can't go toe-to-toe with them. Yeah. You have to get them to fight each other. Yes. 
it's it's perfect. It's a great idea. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Now, this movie also brings in a lot of political aspects. What happens when superheroes are basically working outside of any sort of control. Gov- government control? Correct. So, the movie starts off with a mission that goes wrong. Yep. Um, I, I don't even blame Scarlet Witch for it. No. She, they, they all did the best that they could. Yes. Because she, yep. was, she was trying to save all those people that were down there, including yeah. Captain America. Because, you know, Crossbones said Bucky. And Steve froze. Yep. So she tries to get all those pe- like get Crossbones out of there with his suicide bomb and yeah. ends up blowing up the building next to it. This is a tough movie for Wanda. Yeah. I like her character arc in this. I'm I'm excited to watch more of WandaVision because I do feel like Wanda needs her own story. Because she yeah. is arguably the top, strongest. Top three. Yeah. Like the top three most powerful Avengers are Captain Marvel. Scarlet Witch and uh, Thor. Yeah. Um, I think peak Thor. Would yeah. It, it would be. It's tough. It's a tough. Yeah. It's, it, I feel like Captain Marvel is the strongest, and then it's a fight for number two. But I can see if they were all to fight against each other, it'd be uh, it'd be a close one. Yeah. Scarlet Witch was about to beat Thanos. Yeah. But she still struggled against him. You know, it's funny. We were watching Endgame because now it's on TNT, and, yeah. and my wife goes. Well, why doesn't she just crush him? Why she's like, because she's like pulling off his armor. Yeah. I think they don't ever say it, but I think it's because his armor was too strong that she couldn't even get through it. Yeah. That, I mean, his sword went through sh- the shields. Yeah. So I think that's what she was trying to do. She was trying to get his armor off first and then just crush him. Yeah. Rain fire. Oh, that's a new move. It's like <laughs> camping. Get out of here. So basically, and also at the same time, Tony Stark is going through his own stuff. You know, him and Pepper aren't seeing each other right now. Um, and he gets cornered by a woman whose son was working in Sokovia. Yeah. And it brings up a lot of questions. You know, uh, General Ross comes in and he shows all this footage of like all the things that do happen. Like this is the start of what what the Avengers leave behind. Like the yeah. mess that they leave behind. Um, we get it a little bit more in Spider-Man Homecoming with uh, damage yes. control yep. and all that stuff. But um, the Avengers, they make a mess. And, and Zemo says it. He's like, you know, they went home. Yeah. After after the dust settled and I was they couldn't help clean up. Yeah, all right. <laughs> after like I was basically cradling, digging out my wife and child's bodies, the Avengers just went home. Like imagine, like you make this mess. Like if I'm Scarlet Witch, I can move all that stuff into a nice neat pile all the way over there. Yeah. You know, I have that ability. So there's a great scene, and unfortunately, it's only in the extended cut of Batman vs Superman, where after uh, the wheelchair bomb goes off. Yeah. Superman's seen like carrying people out of that building. Like he's, yeah. he's like dropping them off and everybody's just glaring at him. Like this is because of you. Yeah. And like, that's the reason he takes off and goes to uh, the Arctic. Yeah. But it, it's such a powerful scene because it's hard. To, like in, in my line of work, I'm not akin to a superhero, but for those of you guys who know what I do, I do what I do. You, you don't always get the best response for even doing the right thing. And it, it's, it's sometimes really, it's a tough call. Like teachers too, yep. uh, doctors, nurses, sometimes you make the hard call and it doesn't, it isn't the popular um, one. Yeah. So it, it's great to see kind of the, the ramifications of this world and make it a little bit more real. Cause uh, Man of Steel got a lot of flack for the level of destruction, yeah. which I get, but um, you know, you, it, it's also a superhero movie. Like, but it's down. also like, it's a building. Would you rather one million people die or would you rather 
this building falls down and a hundred people die. It's like if if somebody walked into a convenience store and aimed a gun at somebody and another person tried to push that gun away and it went off and hit somebody else, like that that's that's what happened here. Yeah. The person was trying to do the right thing. Yeah. And and she struggles with it too. And that's yeah. why they create the Sokovia Accords. And yes. it kind of sows the seeds of who versus who. And you get some very interesting dynamics. You get Tony Stark, who's been traditionally, uh, you can't have my suit of armor, nan, 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 yeah. siding with the government almost immediately. Um, Rhodes kind of, you figured, he was still an active Air Force Marshal, yeah. or Air Force uh, Colonel? Yeah, Colonel. Lieutenant Colonel James yep. Rhodes. Um, Valken's completely against it. Vision's for it because he looks at it through the logical standpoint. Yeah. Uh, Wanda's on the fence because she's still dealing with this, and Steve's like, "No, these are people with agendas. Like, what? Ha- look what happened with Shields." Yeah. So it's an interesting dynamic. Now, at the same time, Zemo is attempting to um, frame Bucky. Yeah. Because he wants to get him out. Because he knows that Buck and they do a great job with the MacGuffin of the uh, the other super soldiers. Yeah. When really it was just he killed the Starks. Mm-hmm. I forgot that Captain America found out about that from. Uh, uh, Zola, the computer guy. Yes, it, that's you, right. Because yeah. you see all the, the news footage yep. and everything. So during this, when the Sokovia Accords are about to be... We also had the death of Peggy Carter yeah, and Sharon Carter, who this is when they finally reveal that she's the niece. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's still so gross. Yeah. It's like Twilight gross. <laughs> I'm 190. Yeah. You're 17. You want to get married? What? But, but um, yeah, so... It, it ends up with uh, Steve trying to save Bucky. Some great scenes. The, the helicopter scene. Yeah. Oh, when he, uh, when Steve, apparently Chris Evans like pulled a bicep muscle doing that scene. He's so weak. I know. I mean, what? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say it, major man crush on Chris oh, Evans. Yeah. Like he, he's, he My also, arm would have been ripped off in that. I wouldn't have even made it up the stairs. <laughs> like he, made it up, he climbed an elevator shaft. Yeah, right? I'd still be down there going, oh, my knee. Wait, you're telling me the elevator doesn't work? Press the button. <laughs> Sam, fly me. Fly but, me to yeah. the moon. Yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> it's getting late. But uh, <laughs> So we get arguably the best scene in the movie is the, the, the airport fight scene. Yeah. I really wish I hadn't been spoiled about the giant man thing beforehand. Luckily, I didn't tell you guys, yeah. but it was still a great moment when it happens. Oh, God. But I will say that it is... Top five Marvel scenes in the entire Infinity Saga. Yes. It is. Like, Daredevil had great fight scenes. So, uh, Winter Soldier had great fight scenes. And obviously the stuff against Thanos and you yeah. know, Avengers Endgame and all that. This this is, though, this is this is like when you're a kid and you have all your action figures. It yep. doesn't matter what action figures they were. Like, here's Batman. Here's, like, He-Man. Yeah. Here's Optimus Prime. Guess what? They're going at it. Oh, yeah. Battle Royale. And all you do is you just take them and mash them mash together. Them together. <laughs> You, you never, like, move the arms or the legs or anything like that. It's just, like, mashing them together like they're... I love it. Uh, it's so good. Um, some highlights for Spider-Man's first appearance. Yep. Um, anything Ant-Man did, basically. Yeah, it's still so good. And it's, it's even better when they do it uh, in Homecoming. Yeah. From his home movies. But uh, anything Ant-Man did was just yep. perfect. Him on the arrow and then, obviously, Giant Man. Yes. Rhodey had some good lines too. Yeah. Okay, tiny boot, tiny dude's big now. He's big now. <laughs> What's up, regular size man? Hey, you guys see that movie? That really old movie. <laughs> Jesus, how old is this guy? But um, and he does get paralyzed. Like that's a that's a rough yeah. scene. Um, 
And you find out it's because Vision is slowly turning more, a little bit more human. Yep. That's yeah. another story that again happens off camera. Yeah. Ah, oh, and then just suddenly he's he's Paul Bettany, and they're making out in a hotel room. Yeah. Weird. But um, where was that? Paris. I don't remember. Oh, it was no. the beginning of Infinity War. That's a long yeah. movie. But um, so most of them get captured, with the exception of Steve and Bucky, who yep. make it. And then also Tony finds out the truth. I like the raft prison scene. Yeah. With uh, you know, cause cause Sam at the end of the day wants to help Steve, and he he takes a leap of faith. Yep. But um, the the ending battle with the three of them is still so good. Oh, when they recreate God, yeah. the actual cover with the the repulsor blast and yep. the shield, I get I get chills. Oh. Like like that is yeah. I love when they do actual scenes from comics and they and yes. they make them work. You know, they do some good ones in uh, like Batman vs Superman. They do uh, the thunderclap yep. with. Uh, Batman and all that stuff. Like, I love when they do stuff like that. It always just works. And well, nowadays it does. Nowadays, yeah. But um, so Steve leaves the shield. Bucky loses an arm because it's a Russo movie. Because they—that's what they've been doing in, the, in every Marvel Cinematic uh, Universe movie. Yep. Like from like a certain point, somebody loses an arm. Yeah. But um, and uh, Zemo wins, but he's captured. Yeah. So I'm really excited to see him come back. He was a great villain. Yes. But uh. What are you gonna, what are you gonna give this movie? I'm gonna give this a four or five. I'm gonna give it a four or five as well. It is still my favorite of the trilogy, though. But I respect Winter Soldier yeah. so much. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. I'm definitely going four or five. I think it's. I would say I would watch this over Winter Soldier. I I can agree with that. Winter Soldier, I gotta sit yeah. down and actually watch watch. Yeah, this like, I can like throw on and have on in the background, and then yeah. then when the big fight scenes come on, I'm like, yeah. okay, like, like do stuff and then be like, oh wait, under ruse. Let, let me I'm watch like, is that. Me? Yeah, right. Did you just call me <laughs> to come watch this? Hey everyone. <laughs> oh, I remember when the first trailer came out. I don't think they had Spider Man in it, and everybody's yeah. like like dissected scene by scene. Is that Spider Man? Could that be Spider Man? I think that yeah, would be right? Spider Man. <laughs> then they, when they finally showed up. And this is also the first time you got the the, the blinky eyes, eyes yeah. yeah, which uh, I really like. Yeah, and also you can't. In a nice segue, this is also the beginning of the the Bucky, Sam, bromance. Yeah, couldn't have done that earlier. I hate you. <laughs> so we have the Winter Soldier, our Falcon and the Winter Soldier is coming out. I yep. think uh, I don't remember the exact date, but in, in the next couple of months, uh, I am so excited for it. Yep. We don't know too much. We know that. Basically, it's a fight for the mantle of Captain America. Yeah. Um, Steve obviously passes it to Sam. The U.S. government's like, no, we already got our Captain America because Captain America is a symbol. Yeah. It's a symbol of, you know, and it's what arguably we kind of need right now. Yep. Um, <laughs> so with the U.S. agent, I believe, is the actual character name. Yeah. And you also have uh, Zemo returning. So I'm super psyched for that show. Oh, yeah. Um, they released the first, like, full trailer. And yeah. they, they, they don't miss a beat, those two. They, no. they work so well together. Um, also, thank God Bucky got a haircut. Yeah, it was getting it was getting like Sam Winchester long. Yeah, it was getting a little too did long. Did you watch Walker yet? Yes, I did. I watched the first episode. I, I watched, watched the, the first one. one. Yeah, I just watched the first one. Gotta as watch well. the second one because I, I never judge a series but on its pilot. No, you can't. Except for Heroes, that was a great pilot. <laughs> um, yeah, yep. but um, th- so that's the the main trilogy and a little bit about Captain America. All right, excuse me, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah. So let's talk very briefly about his role in Avengers. Now, let's talk about what I don't like about it, him and Avengers. Number one, there's a scene where he tries to shoot a gun, and he literally just openly sprays. Yeah. 
He was in the military. He not only was he in the military, but let's let's be honest. Captain America killed people. Yeah, like he killed people. Like there, there's no if ands or there's nothing around it. Like Steve yep. Steve Rogers has actively killed people, and you see it. Like he throws, yeah. he kicks that guy out of the out of the helicarrier. But um, yeah, Steve Steve Captain America, and he even says it in Winter Soldier. He's like, you know, when they talk about compromise, and he's like, yeah, we did things that made us not sleep so well at night. But at the yeah. end of the day, like we were doing what we knew was right. Steve's not afraid to to get his hands a little dirty. No. Um, in Avengers, he's the man out of time. Him and Tony Stark are constantly at each other's throats. But at the end of the day, he he is the he is the leader of the Avengers. Yeah. Iron Iron Man is not the leader of the Avengers. No. Uh, Iron Man is kind of like Wolverine. He he went through a huge surge in popularity after this. Like, yes. Um, I like the show uh, Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes. It was a cartoon series. Yeah. And it kind of toyed around with a lot of the different lore. But they tried to make Iron Man the the star of it. Yeah. I Captain America is the feel. And they, they even said it in Age of Ultron. He's like, oh, no, he's the boss. I just build everything, make everybody look way cooler. Yeah. What did you think about Steve in the first Avengers movie? Um, I felt like he was a lot different than what we saw in his movies yeah i think that's a result though of being time traveled basically 70 years in the future yeah i guess so right yeah that would make sense he's still the man out of time yeah you know but like there's some great moments like when uh when fury's like 10 bucks says you're wrong and then later he gives him the 10 bucks yeah i understood that reference you know (laughs) there's some great steve moments um and he is the only character that can give the hulk orders yeah you know, and of course, the circle scene is still iconic. Oh God, yeah. Uh, eventually, we'll do a full breakdown of of the four Avengers movies. I yeah. Think. So that's why we're just kind of breezing through this. Yes. We should do that in to counter Justice League when it comes out. That might be fun. Right, okay. Right before Justice League, and then do our our Marvel versus DC round three. We could do that. We could yes, do that. We could. But um. Yeah, I like Steve. He goes through a lot in the first movie, but at the same time, he's not really the focal point of it. Yeah. Um, but you do get to see kind of the seeds of him not trusting Fury and not trusting Shield, because um, it's not black and white anymore. It's it's yeah. a lot of shades of gray and not fifty. You know. God, those movies are terrible. Ah, uh, you like them. I I like the credits. <laughs> I, I I vaguely I saw like parts of the first one, and then I've never seen. I haven't seen any of anything. You watch Twilight, you're fine. That's what it is. I, Twilight fan oh, is it? I don't even think I've seen all the Twilights. I think, I think who I was dating at the time, I had to go see him. Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> but um, I digress. So, <laughs> and scene. And scene. Edit. <laughs> but um, yeah, Steve. Steve really does a little bit more in Avengers: Age of Ultron because it's after, it's after Winter Soldier. Yeah. So the Avengers are their own autonomous unit, and this is like the Avengers actually being the Avengers because. The Avengers don't do anything in between Avengers and Avengers Age of Ultron. No, they just sit around and do nothing. Yeah, and that's why it makes sense for Civil War for it to be more of an Avengers movie because they're they're the Avengers. They're they're, an, they're a team. They're, yeah. they have their facility, all this. Um, you know, they have Avengers Tower, but... So we also get Steve a little bit more... I loved his interactions with uh, Quicksilver and uh, Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Even though Quicksilver and Hawkeye had the best rapport. You yeah. Didn't, you didn't see that coming? <laughs> That was one of my favorite running uh, things. Yeah. But um, I love the fight with him versus Ultron. It, yeah. it was a great, like, just, what was it? Barton goes, you're not a match for him, Cap. Thanks, Barton. 
I hate how they don't call each other by their code names except for Captain America. Yeah. They're the he's the only one that gets called Cap. Yeah. Like you I don't hear, get that either. They call they call Steve uh they call Clint Hawkeye like twice in Avengers and then never again. They yeah. never even call him Ronan in the new ones. No. They stopped calling Natasha Black Widow completely. Yeah. I don't think they ever really did. I don't think so. Um and then Iron Man, they don't ever call him Iron Man. Hulk is no. his name. Thor yeah, that's is his name. name. They call Spider-Man Spider-Man. No, they, they no. call him Peter. Yeah. They make fun of calling him Star uh, calling Peter Quill Star Lord. Like they, they don't do the secret identity and the, no. the code. We're using our made up names. Yeah. Yeah, that's the weird thing about the Marvel Cinematic Universe versus the because like with the uh the Sokovia Accords in the comics it was the superhero registration act and it made it so that you had to like tell them who you were. You had to register. Yeah. So there was a whole big thing about Peter Parker unmasking in front of everybody. But um they don't really do that's not a big thing in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. So unfortunately. I, I think it adds a layer yeah. to any superhero story. That's why I love Daredevil. Daredevil was great when, you know, he was juggling between yeah. Matt Murdock and Daredevil. Such a shame. But um then we have Avengers Infinity War, where Steve is on the run basically, and it's because Steve and Tony are at odds that the Avengers are not currently together. You have the, the Secret Avengers. Yep. Which it what is it? It's him. Valkin, uh, Wanda, Wanda, and um, help me out. Oh my god, Black, Black Widow. Black, yeah. Black Widow. Yeah, kind Fla- of Flawed Widow. Yeah, but because they're <laughs> they're all on the run. Uh, Ant Man and Hawkeye took deals. Yep. Hawkeye still has one of the best scenes in Endgame with that opening dusting oh, scene. Yeah, that's rough. Ooh. I remember when that first, when we first saw, because you and I saw that. Yeah. And then we went to go see it like the next day with Melanie because she had to work that night. Yeah. But I remember when that scene started, the entire because th- it's just like Hawkeye, yeah. And the entire theater it just opens, and you see what's happening. You're like, the whole theater went, oh, yeah. And then when they get dusted, everyone, oh, oh. Like, that, that, that's that, a hard that scene. Hurt. That was a oh, rough scene to watch. That's it. It truly was probably one of the worst things to watch. And it made it made sense for Hawkeye's story. Yes, like, especially five years later when they. They went to kill Thanos, and they yeah. didn't do anything. Yep. But that's neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> Steven Endgame, though, is he's he's jaded. He's yep. he's still optimistic. Like they they have moments where he's like, oh, I saw whales in the Hudson, you know. Yeah. But he's also like he's running a support group towards in it, and he's cursing now. Yeah. He's probably drinking, but it's not doing anything. Poor guy. Yeah, I mean Thor gets fat. <laughs> it's but, still one of the best things ever. No, you know what though. <laughs> In the Avengers movies, there or in the in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, there are moments. There are moments that inspire the most. Even if you're not a comic book fan at all, when you see them, they're iconic. They're legendary. Yep. Okay. Let's let's think of some other examples before we talk about the two that we're going to talk about. Yep. Uh, when Batman and Superman first face off, I still get chills when they mm-hmm. just just standing face to face. Um, trying to think of some really there's there's always like you know when Spider-Man first flips into uh, into frame yeah like, some great moments but arguably Captain America has the two the top two moments or even like uh, another good one when Thor realizes his full power and uh, uh, he, what's the yes. immigrant song comes on and he drops down drops in on Wakanda 
Not Wakanda. Oh, well, no, that that's that, a good one, too. Yeah. That, that one's good. I'm talking about it in Ragnarok. Oh, yes. Yep, yeah. that one, too, yeah. Like, you can, I can hear it. Yeah. But, yeah, when he drops down in, or the Avengers spinning circle scene. Yeah. Like, those are iconic, legendary. But when you see Mjolnir lift. Oh, God. Like, even right now, I'm like, oh. <laughs> that you could hear a pin drop in the theater. Our theater exploded. Yeah. When that happens, yeah, you know, when Cap catches that hammer, and they, because they knew they the, the the Russos knew we need to hold it, and he and he poses, and Thor says, "I knew yeah. it." Yep. Oh, because you see it in Age y- of Ultron. Y- yeah. There's a theory that the reason he couldn't lift there's there's two theories about why he didn't lift it in Age of Ultron because it, it moves. Yep. One is that he knew he could, but he didn't want to do that to Thor. Yeah. Which is in keeping with his character. Yep. The other is because he knew. He was keeping the secret of Bucky killing Tony's parents, so he wasn't yeah. wasn't one hundred percent worthy. Yep. But when oh. he gets that hammer and goes to town on Thanos, oh, I could watch that scene over and over again. Yep. But then arguably, but there's one better. Arguably, it, it's close. It's a, <laughs> it, it, it is close, but I think this because even, even the portal scene yeah. is still like yep. one of those scenes. I, I think what you're gonna bring up next, I think it's better. Because we've been waiting for it for ten years, ten years, right? About at this te- time, they teased it in Age of Ultron, and in all of its glory. At first, I was a little disappointed that he did not yell it. Yeah, because you know there was somebody in the back going, "What is that?" Yeah, right. <laughs> One of the funniest scenes in Avengers: Age of Ultron. I'll always say it. It always makes me laugh. Iron Man busts through the window, and all the guard, are like the guards are shooting at him. Yeah, and he got, and he goes, "Guys, let's talk this out." And he like fires all the little darts, and they all get knocked down. He goes, good talk. And you hear it, but you don't see who said it. No, it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> it always gives yep. me. So I always imagine there's like, like Howard and the Duck is like sitting back there going, what do you say? Yeah, right. What's an Avenger? <laughs> but when he finally says, Avengers assemble, and oh. they all battle cry and the music and they charge in. Yep. That is by far arguably my favorite moment. In the MCU. Of, of all superhero yeah. movies, I'd even say. Yeah. I, again, I think... I Yes. But I think the main reason that is, is because we were waiting for it for so long. Ten years we were waiting was, for it. And I think it was just done when he catches the hammer. Because they, they've done it... There's a great scene in the comics where he says Avengers assemble with the hammer and it's overhead. And yeah. he's screaming it where the lightning's hitting the hammer. I really hope they were going to do that. But I think for the sake of, of that movie... It, it, just, it, it works. Yeah. Oh. I, I hope they, they use the line again. Because right now, there's no Avengers films planned. No. Um, they, their plate's pretty full, though. Yeah. Like, I'm okay with it. Like And it's a question in Spider-Man Home, or Far From Home. Like, are the Avengers even still a thing? Yeah. I think it's time for a new Avengers. Who would you like to see in the new Avengers lineup? I mean, obviously, I feel like you would have to have Falcon, the new Falcon Captain America. America. Falcon America. Yeah. Um, Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Hulk. I'd be, yeah, I'd be okay with Hulk. Uh, uh, Thor, Thor coming back. Thor would have to come back. I'd want to see a nice mix of, of old and new blood because you'd also get that leadership dynamic. Like, yeah. Who would lead them? A lot I, of I would say like to see, I'd like to see a Sh- new Black Panther. Shuri. Sure. I would love yep. to see Shuri. I, I know that they're kind of, they're being really mum about what they're doing with uh, Black Panther. Yeah. You know? Due to tragic real-world events, yeah. Um, but I, I think Shuri taking over. Um, I'd love to see 
Wasp as an Avenger and Steve, uh, not Steve, oh God, Scott, Scott. Trying, trying to be one. Yeah. Hey guys, I, guys I was one first. She can fly. I, I can fly on this ant. She has blasters. I have a great personality. <laughs> I can steal stuff. I am I'm really, a cat burglar. That, that's another series of movies that I'm really excited for the next oh, Quantumania. Yeah. Yep. I can't. I love it. Ugh. But, um, so Steve also gets his full story. He gets his dance at the end and it's, also Steve's hair is just great in Avengers Endgame. <laughs> Like, you gotta admit it. Yeah, he just, he it's looks, majestic. Yep, he returns to Stones, and he lives out his, his full life with Peggy Carter. It's it's perfect. Now, there are rumors that Chris Evans is coming back. It, they're they're playing really hush-hush with it. Yeah. Same thing happened when they cast uh, She-Hulk. Like, yeah. the, the, like, everybody's like, this lady's cast as She-Hulk. And she's like, no, I'm not. Then, like, two weeks later, they're like, confirmed. Yeah. You know, Oscar Isaac is Moon Knight, too. That's another one, which yep. I'm really excited for. That's yes. going to be fun. But um, if they bring... Steve Rogers back. I think I mentioned it in the X-Men uh, video that we did. He would yeah. have to be, I would be okay with like a World War II where Wolverine's involved because, you know, he fought in World War II and yeah. like a Wolverine Captain America team up would be really cool. I don't want him to come back for a cameo. If you're going to bring him back, you bring him back for a reason that makes sense and not just for fan service. Well, what do you think about a uh, Hydra Captain America? They they already They already made fun of the Hail Hydra Captain America thing. Yeah. I, I think um I think if they want to do like a multiverse where he is that I could see that. Yeah. Make him a bad guy. That'd be a fun uh aspect. And you know, give Chris Evans because I haven't seen Knives Out yet, but I heard he's a fantastic bad yeah. guy in it. I again I'd I'd want them to do it. It has to be for the right reasons. I still say yeah. that they bring him and Michael B. Jordan back as uh human torches. Oh, that'd be great. Well because I, I haven't watched episode four of WandaVision, so I don't know if they're talking about alternate realities in it or multiverses yet, but Doctor Strange is going to tackle, you know, the multiverse of madness. Yes. Um, so I would love... Th- and she's supposed to be in it, right? Yes, yeah, she will be in yeah. it, and I believe Doctor Strange is in the new Spider-Man, Yeah. and there's all the rumors about how many uh, actors are coming back as yeah. characters and all that, you know. So I, I am curious to see what they want to do, and it gives them a great opportunity to do those alternate timelines. Like, let me look at Crisis on Infinite Earths. You know, yeah. having both Barry Allens there was Awesome. awesome. Yes, it and was. I really hope yep. they do it for the actual movie because that's yeah. that's starting filming soon. Yeah, in two months they're saying. So, yeah. Any other thoughts on Captain America? I know we kind of. I, I think we might have covered everything. Yeah, we're we're gonna do eventually a full Avengers. Excuse me, a full Avengers recap, the four yeah. movies, um, maybe the MCU as a whole for Phase One. Yeah. Um, I know we still got to do the TV shows that they did. One, I listened to a po- uh, podcast by a guy named Mister Sunday Movies. Really funny. I highly recommend him if you guys are, are looking for some entertainment too, because he also does YouTube videos. He did. Uh, he does a series called Caravan of Garbage, which is like just the worst. He did Inhumans. You remember Inhumans? Yeah. Oh god, that was horrific. Yep. So bad. But like, there's a lot of stuff, a lot of properties, because we we took very long breaks. Um, no. We were talking off cam- <laughs> off off uh, recording before we started. You know, just talking about what we want to talk about, and one of the things we we're excited about is our level of consistency right now. And yeah. also there's no content. So it's yeah. nice to go back and, and kind of look at some older things yes. and make fun of some older things. Like yeah. If we want to do daredevil, the, the Ben Pretty Affleck movie, you know, fantastic. The director's cut is actually watchable <laughs> ironically, but, um, or talk about the show itself. Cause I really want to get yeah. uh, my wife to watch it. Yeah. Grant, I still haven't finished iron fist, Luke cage. You're slacking, man. But they're saying Jessica Jones is coming back. Yeah, uh, I heard that. I'm, I'm yep. fine with that. I really liked, oh, I yeah. liked Jessica Jones. It was, it was not my favorite. 
Um, but it was still enjoyable. Better than Iron Fist. Oh, hands down. Iron, Iron, Fist. Iron Fist suffered from their production. Yeah. Not so much uh, the guy who played Danny Rand. The scripts were just terrible. Yeah. I'm the immortal Iron Fist. We know. Danny, yep. shut up. Like, it had more to do with your off-camera stuff. You're more like Daniel LaRusso. Stop. <laughs> so, yeah, we got a, we got a couple of things in the pipeline. Yeah. Uh, where you're going to see a little bit more of the retro reviews and the uh, the character studies uh, over the next couple of, until we get some real new content. We're going to do WandaVision yeah. when it's all done done yes we're not going to do the the weekly episodes like we did because you know we have other people that we have to watch them with yeah so if i watch it before my wife and i watch <laughs> it i might get hurt yeah you will yeah i will but uh we would love to hear from you guys what uh what characters you'd like us to do next yes. i know we put it out on facebook but i think it was a little too last minute yeah but it was still a nice thought ronnie thanks i try i know you do but um I know some characters that we want to do. I know some characters that we kind of want to stay away from. Yeah. I know eventually we'll do a Batman, we'll do a Superman, but we also want to do like the characters that have kind of come into prominence. Yeah. Like, and why? Like characters also that have been done, like look at Daredevil. Daredevil was considered a failure as a movie, but one of the best Netflix shows of all time. So, you know, anything like that too, like, let us know. We, we're definitely, yeah. yeah. So, how are some ways that people can let the, let us know what they want to hear, Ronnie? Well, one way is just talking to us in person for those of us that know us and see us. Um, also, on Facebook, just look up the Multiverse Fancast. You can message us on there. You can post on the wall, all that good stuff and everything. Um, in order to get in touch with us, to listen to us on the go. You can search us on your Apple Podcasts, on Podbean, on Spotify. Um, again, we're still working on Pandora and Amazon. Um, and then like iHeartRadio and all that good stuff. It's because I forgot the email login. So they might have emailed <laughs> us and told us we're good, but I just didn't do it. So, uh, yeah. Sorry about that. It's all right. I, I Honestly, the only way I listen to podcasts are through the Apple because obviously I have an iPhone. And through Spotify, that's it. Yeah, I, I do Stitcher. I like Stitcher. Do you? I don't okay. think Stitcher's available for us, though. Ah. Uh, no, actually, no. I listen to us on Stitcher. I lied. <laughs> so we're on Stitcher, too. It's just not listed on our, Who on our, thunk? On our thing right here. Yeah. I'm going to go lay down. All right. <laughs> so thank you guys for uh, listening. And again, we love to hear uh, from you guys. Uh, more character studies, more retro reviews. You let us know. But uh, as of right now, that's going to wrap it up for tonight. I'm Paul. And I'm Ronnie. And we'll be back in a flash. Yes, we will. That was weird. Why are you talking like that? Because I can. Why are you making your voice weird? Why not? This is my voice. (laughs) I'm Batman. Mothra. (laughs) Why did you say that animal? (laughs) Why did you say that butterfly? (laughs) That's a moth. (laughs) Bye!